One, two, is this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy hit me with that triple H. Episode four, November 1st, 2017. Uh, yeah, it's been about two months since the last time I, uh, I put this uh, podcast together. Uh, so I can't continue to give you timetables that I cannot live up to. Uh, but I'm going to try something a little different now. Uh, possibly, in, we'll see how it works. I might try to knock these out and do shorter interval podcasts uh, with maybe one or two topics. Um, and then maybe I can do more. Who knows? We'll see how that plays out. But anyways, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening. Um, last two months have been kind of busy. Um, and I had some other crap going on. So, uh, explains part of the absence, but no excuse, uh, to make you wait this long. Uh, but I know you weren't waiting. You probably forgot I had a podcast and really didn't give a shit. Uh, <clears throat> and I've probably been doing, uh, things in your own life, uh, that mean a lot more, but regardless, um, if you are listening, appreciate it. Um, so here we go. Uh, here we are. Um, in the last two months I moved, uh, to another city, different apartment, uh, <clears throat> computer, uh, was kind of out of commission for about two weeks. So that, well, that was some of the delay. And then with just moving, I mean, we still have stuff to kind of unpack and, and whatever. I mean, for the most part, you know, we're in here, uh, but still kind of working on getting a desk area set up. There's probably still some stuff that we use that isn't unpacked, but uh, I couldn't imagine doing a house with kids and, and all that stuff. No idea how, how people do that. That is uh, insane. And I, I never... Well, I mean, I guess I want to possibly do that because that would mean, you know, I've advanced in life, um, you know, like all these people that are so proud to be homeowners on Facebook and they let you know. So congratulations uh, if I if I didn't like your stupid fucking post. Um, but that said, uh, yeah, ooh, boy, moving sucks. Um, and maybe we'll be here for a little while in this apartment. We don't have to worry about them jacking up rent um, and, and stuff like that. It's a cheaper place, bigger, more spacious, a little older, uh, but happy with it and, uh, happy with the location. Um, so can't complain there. Um, but obviously yesterday, Halloween, uh, the weather has been crazy, uh, in Michigan and probably throughout the country. It seems like, I mean, God, what a week and a half ago, it was almost 80 degrees on Sunday. Now it's, it's, you know, finally starting to, to come into, fall weather, uh, you know, in the forties or fifties, but forties and, and kind of chilly. And then like, you know, people, I know I hear people, Oh my God, it's cold. And the complaining, it's like, yo, it's November. Like, what are you complaining about? Two weeks ago it was 80. I mean, it's been warm this whole time. We've had beautiful weather. Um, if anything, what sucks is that again, we're probably not going to get like a real fall. You get a couple of those days here and there, but then it's just like 68, 70, 74, like, you know, so that sucks because I like fall, um, mainly because I can wear sweatpants and a hoodie and hide how fat I am. Um, and I'm sure others may feel the same, but I just like fall weather. I, I like a beautiful fall night where it, it's warm enough that you can have your windows cracked about halfway, have some good music on. Um, and just enjoy a nice breeze, um, you know, while you wear a hoodie and, and drive around. Um, but cool enough to have a hoodie, sweats on or whatever. So I do love that weather. Um, it doesn't seem like we get 
that nearly as much anymore. But God to anybody complaining, you are a real asshole. Bitching that it's cold. It's 48 degrees out and it's 7 in the morning. What are you complaining about? You're, you live in Michigan. So, uh, anyways, that's how weather works. Uh, but Halloween was yesterday. Obviously, it was chillier. Um, you know, I, I remember at least, God, a lot of the past years it's rained. So, for the kids' sake, that's cool. I'm glad that it was, it was you know, just chilly um, and not rainy or a real crummy weather, at least, you know, in, in, in this metro Detroit area. Um, but with Halloween, obviously, I'm 34 now. And most of the people I'm friends with on Facebook are around that age range. And, and this has been an ongoing thing for a few years, but I mean, it's just a hundred percent now there's no going around it, but it's over, man. And I mean, it's probably been for about five years now, four or five years, but man, no girls dress up on Halloween anymore. It is just their kids. I mean, you go back to like 2006 prime Facebook time, the costumes, the Halloween party photos were in incredible saving them to my hard drive of course um and uh you know just some great memories of other people's halloweens that i wasn't invited to but boy i got to take it in on facebook some of those girls used to just dress up so incredible so wonderful and and barely dress up at all and that explains probably why they are mothers now um and they have children and it's all about their kids' costumes and family costumes with their dorky husbands. Um, and that could somewhat be enjoyable. But, I mean, God, I, you know, and I feel so out of touch. I mean, I look at a lot of these people's costumes. I'm like, I don't know what the hell you are. And everyone, you know, they're getting 50 likes from people. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. I, I don't know. I, I Maybe you're some stupid-ass superhero, you and your kids. But I, I, I look at most costumes and I don't know what people are anymore, at least, you know, people that I know. Um, so I, I don't know what that says about me. I don't know what that says about them. Um, more so, I would say it's me out of touch. Um, but my God, have some better costumes. I, I You know, the Paw Patrol stuff, that's cool. Saw a bunch of those uh, in, in a suburb out here, Royal Oak or in a little downtown area. Um, so saw some Paw Patrol, saw some cool costumes down there, people with their kids out. They, the whole trunk or treat thing, I guess is the big thing now. Um, you know, that, you know, I guess it's probably more fun with your kids doing it in the day, whatever. Maybe they, people think it's safer. I don't know the whole thing behind that. I guess I have to have a kid to figure that out, but I love going in the neighborhood. It's, it's weird. People don't go out like they used to. I went to my parents' house. I was their only trick-or-treater. They're 34-year-old, 250-pound, fat, six-foot-three son showed up at about seven, about 7'10", 7'15", yelled trick-or-treat, got uh, some candy from them, some chili from my mom, some leftovers. Uh, they didn't slip me a 20, but that's okay. Uh, brought some candy home and, uh, you know, had a good time over there. They moved into a new condo complex earlier this year at the beginning of the year. And so it's, some of it's under development. But, yeah, they did not get a single trick-or-treater. But even in the neighborhood that was is right by where they lived before, I mean, almost connecting basically, um, you know, they'd get 20, 30 kids, maybe 15, 20, 25 kids tops, um, you know. Which is crazy. I mean, there's 200 some houses in that subdivision, and I don't know. I I, I guess it's it's just a, a, maybe it's different in other neighborhoods, other cities, states, but it just seems like Halloween's different, and that's a bummer. Um, you know, 
And, and, and my God, the people that say, oh, I hate Halloween and the people that don't give out candy, you're cunts. Like my God, come on. Like I'm not even a person that loves Halloween. I've dressed up like probably once in the last six, seven years. It's not a big thing to me. I don't care that much, but like it's something for kids and you know, I don't have kids, but like, don't be a douchebag. Like turn your light on, go to CVS Buy three bags of candy for 16, 17 bucks. Get a gigantic long receipt from them. And you'll have coupons for the next time you have to buy body wash. But uh, the people that don't partake, like, I mean, if you have to do something with your kids or whatever, or you, you're not home, I get that. But people, I just don't bother with it. I, I can't, like, you're an asshole. You're a Grinch. I think that's worse than being a Grinch at Christmas almost even. Um, I don't know. Something about that. I've heard some people uh, in passing and their attitudes and, you know, cut the shtick. Cut the bullshit. I don't like I don't like Halloween. Go to hell. Um, that said, I support Halloween. It's one of the few things that we have left, I guess. Right. That is seemingly dying. Um, there's a really cool street out here called Tilson Street. It's in an area called Romeo. One second. Dawn's calling. She might be getting me food. I got to answer. All right, so I'm back. Uh, Dawn was out to eat with a friend and asked me what I want. She'd bring me home something. I asked her if she would, so I texted her what I want. I looked at the menu online. I even kind of customized my order, and then she just called to say she's so sorry. She messed up. She didn't realize I texted her, even though it did say that she read the text, um, and she's not bringing me home food from there. Um, which is a bummer because I was looking forward to it, but she's making it up for me. She said she's going to get Panda Express on the way home. So uh, just to let you guys know, I'm eating healthy and I'm kicking ass. Um, but anyways, I was saying Tilson Street. It's this street in uh, uh, Romeo. Is it Romeo? Romeo. Yeah, it's in Romeo, Michigan. And they decorate it. It's crazy. It's really cool. It's something... I mean, I never even knew about it until like last year from dawn, but, um, we went this year and we went Saturday. So just a couple days before Halloween and it was an event, man. It was people everywhere. I mean, like you're walking in a line down the street, you know, it's at night people, you know, they're charging to park and, uh, you know, in different businesses and things like that. And there's just people everywhere and they decorate the houses like super cool. Like go, they go way out and it, it's awesome. It's a really cool thing. Look it up online. I'm sure there's stuff on it online, you know, if you're not in the area. Uh, if you haven't been or know of it, I highly recommend going. Probably go a little bit closer to Halloween because last year it just didn't feel like as much stuff and crazy stuff. But it's super cool. It's, you know, both sides of the street, just decorations everywhere on all these houses. I mean, they really go all out. It's like, imagine like if Tim the Toolman Taylor did a Halloween house, um, you know, from Home Improvement. Uh, decorated his house for Halloween. Imagine if the entire street competed and did that, like kind of when he used to compete with like Christmas lights and stuff on the show. Uh, but the whole street, both sides, I mean, a bunch of houses. It's really cool. I mean, it takes a while to walk up and down it too, especially with all the people that were down there. So that was cool. That was fun. But uh, as far as Halloween goes, don't be a douchebag. Buy candy next year if you if you you know kids show up in your neighborhood. Like shout out to my parents. Like they you know I, I told them I'm like I doubt anyone's gonna come, but they had hope. Excuse me, the beautiful old folks and uh, you know they they bought candy and had everything set up, the lights on and you know then nobody showed up except me. But that's cool. That said, Halloween it's over. It's November first. Um, 
going to maybe hit one or two quick topics. Um, since I last podcasted, you know, it was as the Lions were getting ready to, you know, handle business, right, this season. And here we are now. Um, seven games into their season, the Lions are now three and four. And that sucks uh, because at one point I had them pegged at 4-0 um, because I was not going to count that BS loss that they had um, with that ref screw job um, to the Atlanta Falcons. And I was claiming 4-0. I was proud. And then they, you know, they, they come out and they, they get that win. So it was, you know, making them be 3-1 ultimately uh, against Minnesota on the road. And here we are now, loss after loss after loss, some bad losses, um, you know. And, and I know there's injuries, um, and, and not having Taylor Decker has been killer for this team. This team still doesn't have a run game. They do not. They have no run game, and it sucks. And sometimes it seems like they got a little something going. Um, but is it play calling? Is it Jim Bob Cooter, um, the offensive coordinator here? I mean, something has to give, right? I mean, look at these other NFL teams throughout the years, and they find these guys off scrap heaps, and they turn 100-yard rushers or 80-yard rushers. I mean, we're at, what, almost 60 games without a 100-yard rusher. It's nuts, and it sucks because it kills, you know, it, it kills the offense. It, it limits the Lions so much to not have – a consistent running game, especially when they don't have a solid player at left tackle right now. Stafford has been getting creamed this week. He was awful. He was bad. I don't care that he threw for what 400 yards. All those drives to the to the red zone and no touchdowns. And yeah, there was drops. But we can't make excuses for Matt Stafford, who I think is an awesome quarterback, who I think is and obviously is going to be this team's franchise player for still a long time to come. And he's capable of, of, of winning a Super Bowl. I, I, I think that. Um, and this isn't, you know, to say he doesn't have the talent around him. But some stuff needs to change. I still think that the Lions have a good chance here in this weakened division right now. Um, and amongst all this parity that the NFL has seemingly created, um, the Lions still have a chance here, okay? Um, but they're going to have to get this win against Green Bay on Monday night uh, against this, you know, decimated Packers team. Uh, and, I, and I think they will, and I, I think they'll get this thing turned around. But it is concerning, and it sucks, because I really thought this team had a chance to do something really special this year, and... Look, there's, what, nine games to go? Uh, yeah, nine games to go. And, you know, if they if they could pull off, you know, seven and three, that would be incredible. And they'd be, you know, ten and seven. Or, excuse me, they'd have to go, what? Geez, seven and two to be ten and six. Um, and that's going to be probably more than good enough to win the division. And I, I think at that point, this that's the goal. The goal is to win the division. The goal is to win a playoff game. And I think they need to do that this year. Jim Caldwell got his contract extension. And I was okay with that. But since they announced it, it hasn't looked that good. The team has not looked that great. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm i rooting. Obviously, I love my Lions. And, 
you know, I, I, I had a, I had them winning every single game this year, but I was wrong. They are three and four. Um, but I think they can turn it around. There's plenty of time. They have the talent. They'll hopefully continue to get a little bit healthier, get some of these guys back. Uh, and, you know, they got to they gotta make a bunch of fixes. But one thing that drives me nuts is you see a guy like Jay Ajay was traded for a, uh, a fourth-round pick. The Lions couldn't use Jay Ajay? I mean, God, give a third-round pick. I, I, we need a running back. We need a running game. How how are the Lions not trying to go out there and make it happen? And don't even get me started on the fact that Eric Ebron's still a Detroit Lion. Uh, because that just, whatever. Whatever. Just get him out of here as soon as possible. Um, but, you know, I, I would have rather them traded to get a running back like uh, a Jay Ajay or, or possibly Frank Gore, uh, which they probably could have had dirt cheap than to trade Eric Ebron. I, I would have rather keep Ebron and get one of those guys. I mean, obviously, if you could do, you know, get one of those guys and get rid of Ebron, that's fantastic. But, man, like, the fact that they didn't do anything kind of kills me. And I, and I know that it's not the NBA trade deadline, but it was a pretty action-packed trade deadline in the NFL, and it's seemingly starting to get like that, it seems. Um, you know, a little bit, uh, as, as, you know, in the past couple of years. That's it. On to basketball. Um, and I'm going to be quick with this. I, I, I'm going to touch on them later. Um, and, and, and like I said, I'm going to try to do these podcasts a little bit quicker, a little bit shorter, and then maybe have more of them and then some different topics. So um, the Pistons, five and uh, five and three uh, right now, uh, you know, sitting in the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference and a surprising five and three. Um a bad loss last night to the Lakers. You know, they got, they got basically blown out by the Lakers, who aren't good, who are young, who, uh, you know, are a bunch of kids. And they the Pistons were on two nights rest. They're out west. And the crazy thing is, the first two games of this West Coast road trip against the Clippers in L.A. And then the next night in Golden State, both wins. They beat Golden State and the undefeated at the time Clippers on the road. On a back-to-back, they beat the Warriors. Now, I'm not saying, look, the Warriors are dragging right now. They're not coming out hot. But those are huge wins for this Pistons team. And then they go into that game uh, in L.A. against the Lakers after, you know, heading back to L.A. Maybe they partied a little bit on on, uh, Monday night. But a bummer uh, because to go 3-0 on that road trip would have been incredible especially to come back uh, six and two, um, you know, but I, look, I wasn't sure what to expect with this team. I still don't a hundred percent know what to expect. You know, they're a top 14, 15 offense right now and it's early. It's, you know, what eight games in, but they're also a top 11 defense. And I think if they can hover between that nine to, you know, nine to, I mean, obviously they get higher, but nine to top 13 in both those categories, that means they're a good team. That means they're a pretty good team. They got a pretty decent differential. They're a little over two points per game on differential. And, you know, they're top 10 there. So right around that top 10 there. So I don't think it's 100% fluke. Reggie Jackson looks healthy. He looks better. Avery Bradley's a good player. 
Tobias Harris is kicking ass right now. He looks awesome. And I, there's one thing, you know, we traded Marcus Morris, who's a darn good player, uh, to get Avery Bradley, and then obviously we let KCP walk. But I think getting rid of Marcus Morris now has put more focus on Tobias Harris to be a scorer, to be looked at, to be given those opportunities and to shoot as much as he wants. And I think he's a more proficient, uh, efficient scorer than um, Marcus Morris. And I think he's a better scorer than Marcus Morris. And I think he's more capable. Um, Stanley Johnson, obviously, doesn't shoot the lights out. But he is a good defender, pretty good defender. And he's improving. And he's young. And he had a bad second season. But I think he's definitely shown signs of improvement. And they're, they're putting a lot of faith in him. And he's playing, you know, pretty hard. Um, Andre Drummond's free throws looking really good right now. 70%. Look, if he can shoot 60%, he's almost doubling what he had done in the past. I mean, he's a career, what, 37% free throw shooter, something like that. Give or take, look it up. So to get to 60 is a huge milestone. If he could somehow stay at 70, that's incredible. He has to stay engaged. He has to play better defense. One thing I will note, and, and he has, I mean, against, you know, he was bad against Philly at home. Uh, he was bad against the Knicks. But one thing I have noticed is he's made some plays down the stretch where he's blocking shots. So he's engaged in critical situations in the game on defense. And I like that. I It makes me happy. It's still a lot of work, but he's showing those signs of improvement. We have to realize he's, what, 23, 24 right now? I, I'm sorry, I should know that. But, yeah, he's like 24. He's young. Now, he's been in the league for a while. This is, what, year 2012, 13, 15, 15, 16, 17, 17. This is, what, year five, year six? It's go time. Um, but he's still young, and, you know, he has chance – a chance to, to blossom. I, I think he has possibly peaked and plateaued and I've said that, but you know, he he's if, with if him and Reggie can continue clicking. That's one of the weird things though. The Pistons are falling behind in all these games early with that starting lineup. So guys like Anthony Tolliver brought them back into games. Um, Langston Galloway, um, a nice signing there. I like Langston Galloway um, and Anthony Tolliver coming back. I mean, my God, how he's played awesome. Um, you know, he's kind of the, the veteran leader of this team, but you know, a nice start. Obviously the big question is what's going on at little Caesars arena. What's going on with that attendance? Uh, because the place is empty, it's empty. And I have so many thoughts on that. So many of you have had to hear me bitch and moan about it. And I think I'll get into that next time. And I'll talk a little more Pistons, um, you know, the next time around, but uh, I wanted to get this out. I wanted to get a podcast up. Uh, so I appreciate you listening. If you checked it out, maybe I'll try to do it like this more, you, you know, a quick 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and then just try to do two or three a week, try to get this groove going, you know, and then maybe the show will continue to get better. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll tell somebody to listen to it. That would be cool. Uh, but you can subscribe on iTunes, type in Jake is the worst. Um, click that subscribe button. Feel free to leave a review. Even if you think it sucks, that's cool. I don't care. Um, and of course you can follow me at Jake is the worst on Twitter. Jake is the worst on Instagram. My name is Jake Von Eric, and you are listening to the Jake is the worst podcast. This was episode four. It's November 1st. Uh, it's time to hit the Christmas music.
It's time to, uh, to enjoy uh, the upcoming holiday season. And most importantly, it's cold in Michigan, and I can hide my fat ass uh, underneath some sweats. So uh, thanks for listening. I'll check with you guys. Check in on you guys later. Bye. <laughs>